Are you looking for a space where you will learn to improve your mental strength, emotional health, and heal your insecurities from the inside out? Take the first step to living a more meaningful life with the Better Me with Body by Brie podcast. I'm your host, Brie. I'm a certified personal trainer, entrepreneur, and mother of three. I've helped empower thousands of women to take action through fitness, nutrition, meditation, personal development, and aligning thoughts with action. This podcast is for those who are ready to feel inspired and motivated to live a more purposeful life. Let's grow together. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. I'm especially excited because today my very own husband, Adam, is joining us today. Adam, do you want to say hi? What's up, everybody? It was hard to get him on this podcast, so we'll see how this goes. He's never done this before, and I'm a new. I'm kind of new at this, too, so... We'll see how it goes. I'm excited. I'm a terrible public speaker. So oh, this is- stop. <laughs> You'll be fine. So I'm excited because Adam has a lot of wisdom that he shares with me on a daily basis. And a lot of the things that he talks about have really helped me so much that I wanted to share a few of his gems with you guys. So let me introduce Adam. He has been in sales for 15 years, and he's trained hundreds of reps how to overcome anxiety and fear to become stronger mentally. And he's constantly investing in self-improvement techniques, and it's helped him to become the top of his industry, which he doesn't like to talk about, but I'll brag about it all day because I'm a proud wife. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, uh, as far as, like, yeah, mental uh, part of it, I mean, well, Brie will say this. So I grew up in Boston, and uh, so I think, you know, people were just kind of more a-holes there. Yeah, they're rough. That was <laughs> rough living in Boston. We love Boston, but it was rough. So it helped me get a little more mentally strong, but that's neither here nor there. So, um, Yeah, so let's get started. So first, I want to ask a question. Have you ever tried to change something about yourself and felt like you'll never be able to progress or you're just stuck? Or maybe you've tried to lose the last 10 pounds for so long that you forgot why you even cared in the first place. Yeah. So, I mean, here's what I think on this. So anxiety really stems from trying to control what you cannot control. So uh, this is what I would say. Think think about the top five things that give you anxiety. Um, we can kind of go through those. So um, world events, especially right now, COVID and a lot of crazy political events. Uh, think about your child's behavior um, or your spouse trying to uh, control something, maybe their habits or their attitude, uh, or even like I would say like your physical impulses. Sometimes you just you just don't feel like you don't have control of those or trying to work for the perfect body. So, so take a second and think about why that gives you so much anxiety. Uh, so ultimately, you don't have control of any of those things. Uh, so therefore you kind of feel helpless. And if you are helpless, you kind of lack a sense of hope that things will get better. And so that's what's driving anxiety is that you, you will be kind of stuck in this emotion forever, which, which really hopelessness is kind of one of the worst human emotions, I think. And so when your body is in a, in this stress, it's releasing a lot of cortisol. So it's hard for your body to be productive and create new habits They've done a lot of science on this, and so really it changes your brain structure. 
So it's almost kind of like as if you were uh, tied up trying to run through mud is kind of my thought is when you're when you're in a state of stress. So kind of now that we have identified scenarios that cause stress and anxiety, let's kind of like talk about the antidote. And so how a person would free themselves from failure really would be detaching yourself from an outcome of something that you don't control and instead shifting your focus to input that you do control. So let me give a quick example on that because I see this happening with clients all the time where they actually try to put a timeline on their results, which I don't blame them. We've been told our whole lives, right, make specific measurable goals with a timeline. And it's okay to have an idea, but let me tell you why this is harmful. I hear all the time, I want to lose 15 pounds in six weeks. That right there is going to cause a lot of anxiety just thinking about it because there are a lot of factors that you don't control. Uh, When I had my baby, my third baby, I was trying to lose these like six pounds for seven months. I kid you not, seven months. I was doing everything right. I was working out six days a week. I was sticking to my macros. And what was the most frustrating part is I never actually lost those six pounds, but I lost 5% body fat and I was replacing fat with muscle and I was losing inches. But I was so focused on those six pounds that in my mind I was failing because I didn't hit my goal. I just wanted to lose the freaking six pounds. That's all I was focusing on. And that was what was harming me. So that would be a really good example of putting your focus on something that maybe you don't have control over because I actually found out later that it was so hard for me to lose weight was because I had a hormone imbalance and my hormones were all off from the baby. So that was something that I could not control. And other examples besides hormones of things that you can't control would possibly be lifestyle or muscle to fat ratio or body type Or maybe you'll eventually lose the last 15 pounds, but it won't be in your specific timeline. And the second that you focus all your energy on the outcome is when you set yourself up for failure. And unfortunately, our bodies have our own systems and we cannot know exactly how they're going to react. So instead, I actually have my clients focus on their input and their daily mental wins and their habits so that they're focusing on what they can control that will give them a sense of accomplishment. And then the results will come. That's just aftermath. They will come when they come. We cannot control that. So you have to stop attaching your success or your worth to the outcome. So we can control our input and how consistent we are with our system that we create. So Adam, what is a system? Yeah, so one of my all-time favorite lines is from the book Atomic Habits, which I really recommend everybody read. Uh, it's really good. So you uh, you don't rise to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. So really then, okay, well, what is a system? And so many of you don't really know what I'm talking about, and it might sound intimidating, but it's really simple. So for me, another A name for a system would just be a simple rule that I stick to. So going back to Bree's example, uh, I want to lose 15 pounds in six weeks. That would be a bad example. That'd be a goal. So then you would say, okay, well, what's a better system to to kind of avoid the anxiety and the stress if that outcome doesn't happen in the time frame that you think it will? 
um, it would be kind of first to start off by asking the question, what do I control? So that's a big thing right there. Um, so be uh, really honest with yourself. In theory, could you eat chicken and vegetables every day? Yes. But that is not going to last really long term. So it's very important to be vulnerable here and honest with yourself on what your limits are. So maybe working out six times a week and being perfect with your macros seven days a week while not really having any cheat meals is a perfect example of unrealistic expectation. Uh, right. So a better system would be to ask, okay, uh, yourself, what's your daily capacity? What can you do no matter what? So for some of you, it might not be, or I should say, for some of you, it might be that you can hit your protein goal. Yes, that's what I always tell my clients. At least try to hit your protein and calorie goal. Yeah, because right, because if so, if you hit your protein goal, but you overdo it on your carbs, you still did what you said you would do. That's a win. So you did what you said you would do. That's where you build confidence. Uh, you you have to believe that your input will pay off. And this is a big one. And you have to trust the system or it doesn't work. You have to trust that your input will eventually have results. Okay, so Adam, you're saying to set a system that you can realistically stick to so you keep your word with yourself and essentially earn self-respect. And I talk a lot about earning your self-respect. And I actually have a whole episode dedicated to this topic, but it ties in perfectly. If you are consistently failing and losing trust with yourself, you will never believe yourself when you want to change or set a goal. And that's why it's so important to keep your word with yourself and do what you say you're going to do so you can build confidence and trust and self-respect while working on your goals. Yeah. So the goal the goal is to have joy and peace even in moments of not hitting your goals. So failure is not attached to an outcome. Failure is now only attached to you not doing what you said you would do. So you're really just, you're redefining what failure is. So now you don't have to be scared or have anxiety or stress around trying to hit your goals anymore. You can actually enjoy the journey and appreciate your daily mental wins and have peace with yourself at any moment on your journey. So Adam, thank you so much for helping me with this podcast today. I'm so grateful. Good to be here. <laughs> if you want to hear uh, or if you want him back, you have to vote for him. So let me know in the comments. Show him be a some, lot of votes to come back on him. <laughs> show him some love. He's teasing. He loves this stuff. He's he's so supportive. He's always helping me with all of this stuff. So, um, yeah, just let me know your thoughts if this helped you because I love hearing from my clients and my followers. And remember that I do eight-week coaching programs if you are interested in reaching your fitness goals. And that's on my website, bodybybree.com. And please rate this podcast in the iTunes app if you liked it. Thank you for your love and support. I appreciate it so much. And I want you to remember that you are so much more than your body. You are strong, you are resilient, and you are capable. We'll see you back here next time.